0: Am I like allowed to, you know, continue eating breakfast? Or are there any Definitely. rules I should be aware of?
1: All you have to think about is this: the the podcast is audio and video, so any food that falls out of your mouth, could my be, hair, it could be clipped <laughs> and made into like a <laughs>
0: <laughs> that could be my LinkedIn famous thing. Is yeah. so. This is where I'm hanging out. If it yeah, gets really loud, sure. and I don't think it will.
1: Um, no, if it does, it just gives its ambiance. People, yeah. love
0: people my. Love a natural habitat for forty hours a week. So
1: <laughs> you so generous with the the underreporting of your time there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you like how I'm like mm, this conservative estimate? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I think I knew what I was signing up for when I was like, of course, Felipe. Like, just chat about whatever for an hour. Why wouldn't we?
1: Yeah, why wouldn't you? It's gonna be so much fun. Yeah. Any challenging things that you've recently gone through? That- <laughs> like a cool little story you want to share?
0: I think, I think something that was really cool for me personally and, and Flintco as a company, um, you know, we've, we've been training internal subject matter experts for about five years now, almost six. And like, it's been this community, you know, like it, it's it intended, you know, to be this 12 month, like you're going to be a leading coach for 12 months. And then rotate off and pass it on and it had like that is not the way the program has shaped up at all um but what's cool about last week is we did our first continuing education event so the coaches that have have been part of the program and continue to stay engaged with the program and mentored other teens like they all got to come back and you know back into the the classroom and you know we spent two days together plus a team building event Um, And just hearing a conversation, you know, from, from where we started with first training, which was like, here's what lean is, here's what a weekly work plan is, here are the individual elements to all the things that we're talking about today, you know, which was more focused on here's how you can coach a team that's dealing with this, or here's how, you know, trade partners, we deal with it, like just the advancement of that conversation and and seeing what we're talking about, you know, as representative of the company, like it was personally so rewarding that that oh, happened, um, that it all like just came to fruition um, after, after yeah. five years of hard work. So just, it makes me really excited for the next five years and so on and so forth.
1: It's amazing. It's yeah. amazing. It's a yeah. we're proud of you. That's, that's such a great accomplishment
2: too. It,
0: it was, it was really cool. It's like, you know, that little seed of like, okay, we can, we can totally, you know, the folks in operations at the end of the day like they're the ones that should be experts in putting lean to place on a job and like we've achieved that. Um so it's it's really cool. Really cool. Yeah, we had assistant superintendents who have now been promoted to superintendents. Um you know, we're in some cases there's you know been office engineers who have gotten promoted up and you know are on the path of promotion again. Um part of the group, you know, was a superintendent has moved to senior superintendent. Um, and we have, and, and most of this group was actually superintendents we did, you know, show of hands on, I think about 70% of them were, you know, more field side, but then there's also been uh project management side where either, you know, they've started out as a, an OE or PE and they've gotten promoted. So not everybody had been promoted in the group, uh, but a lot of them had, um, over the past five years. So that's, you know, that's cool as well.
2: That's super rewarding. Yeah,
0: start yeah. To
1: people like warning, working with this group might result in your promotion. <laughs> More money check every week is your problem. It would,
0: be, it would be a good, good sales pitch, but it's, it's also really cool to see like the company recognize that effort as well. Um, not just, you know, oh, they're part of the lean click. Like, no, it's the company's like initiative and rewarding right. your initiative
1: yeah those individuals are they can contribute at a higher level with the the tools that they have
0: mm-hmm. the
1: thinking and the mindset that they have and it's it's like you said they went from just a uh, surface level awareness to now they're coaching other people yeah it's like it's sustained yeah you've hit the cycle like you've c- closed the feedback loop and they're continuing to reap the benefits all the time oh my god oh yeah I'm getting, right? I'm getting right? like right here. Oh, yeah.
0: Like it's super yeah. cool. So If I
1: had the ability to play sound effects, you know,
0: <laughs> hypothetically,
1: I'm, I might hypothetically play something like, like this for you. Ooh.
0: We'll play. Well See what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> I need to get that sound effect app. I, I like it. Like hey. It's. It feels like a, ch- a well chosen sound effect. You know, could yeah. always liven up the conversation. So I learned a new term this morning's goblin mode, Ooh. as in Elon Musk posted a uncredited, meme. You know that whenever I guess he was saying whenever he bought all those you know shares in Twitter and whatnot, he was in. It was a. Like a Breaking Bad meme, and said, you know. I, my client was in goblin mode and I was like, I have learned a new term. So are you familiar with the term goblin mode?
1: No, I am not.
0: So uh, I guess what it means is when you're in goblin mode, you, you know, maybe hygiene and normal social interaction isn't isn't quite the thing. I'll, I'll attributed this article to uh, the website Futurism, by the way, which is a very interesting website. Um, and so, yeah, so, you know, apparently you might further the same outfit multiple days in a row or you know, maybe all those other societal niceties. And I was like, Okay, I I feel like maybe I could get behind this term, not you know, in a professional environment, but like goblin mode. Like that's it's so descriptive. So
1: it's like when we're in college and we're studying for finals. Yes. We go into goblin mode. Like you open up your yeah. dorm room, you're like, Whoa, like a puff <laughs> yo floats out into the hallway. Yes. Days writing papers
0: and I like no no you should just shut that door
1: Love it. those conversations already meandering perfectly
0: uh, wonderful
1: I'm gonna kick it off now <laughs> just to get you ready
0: <laughs> hey make sure other people know about goblin mode I just I feel it, I according to futurism that. this is going to be a mainstream term so
1: you it. know promise yeah. promise it'll be kept in <laughs> Welcome to the EBFC Show, the easier, better, for construction podcast. I'm your host, Felipe Engineer Manriquez. This show is all about the business of construction. Today's episode is sponsored by...
2: Bosch Refine My Site is a cloud-based construction collaboration platform that applies lean principles to enable your entire team to plan, communicate, and execute in real time. It's the digital tool that works in tandem with your last planner system process and puts it all together in one simple collaborative ecosystem. Them. This easy-to-use platform is available in English, German, Spanish, Portuguese, and French, and can be used on desktops, tablets, and mobile devices. According to Spencer Easton, scheduling manager at Oakland Construction,
0: Refine My Site, in my opinion, is the best, leanest tool on the market for the
2: last climate Here's what our users have to say. We've looked at three other digital scheduling platforms and none compare to the straightforward approach Refine My Site takes. From milestone planning all the way down to daily tasks, this program gives every general contractor and their trade partners meaningful collaboration, accountability, and KPIs. Register today to try Refine My Site for free for 60 days.
1: Today's show is also sponsored by the Lean Construction Institute. LCI is working to lead the building industry in transforming its practices and culture. Its vision is to create a healthy and thriving industry that delivers outstanding project outcomes every time for everyone. Check the show notes for more information. Now, to the show. Welcome to the show, Melanie Gilbertson. Melanie, I've been a fan of yours longer than I think you've even recognize me as a human being
0: surprise (laughs) (laughs) what a compliment
1: i don't know like in in real years uh it'd probably be like a decade ago but who knows who knows? Well,
0: you know considering 20 to 21 was like 10 years in and of itself it feels like so absolutely that that, that seems right
1: and when we met i i was giving some kind of talk on probably something lean related and no doubt Yes. You were in the audience, but I'd met you through uh, helping to organize the event.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you asked a question just at the end on some random thing. I think we might've been fighting with a superintendent about uh, issue tracking logs for, okay. A class yes, class and I don't remember what your answer was, but I was just like, you need to stay after class, miss, because we have more <laughs> to talk about.
0: <laughs> well, I was hoping you, you could give me like the script of it. Cause I also, I'm like, I mean, I remember, you know, meeting in the class and talking about constraint logs, the pros of the log versus incorporating it within. I, no, it's just part of your schedule, which to this day, like I, I see your point. Like I know most the log is easy, but if you just get it in the schedule, like,
1: then there's no log
0: really. Yeah. That's where it belongs.
1: Cause right. it's just something to do. You saw Heather knock mm-hmm. my glasses off with an elbow. I did. Yeah. In a parking lot after we almost got hit by a car,
0: you know, and I recall, so that was, that was early days of, eh, maybe not too early, but the LCI Oklahoma chapter. And I was, I think I had just gotten the title of lean manager. Maybe I was still quality assurance manager, but like working on lean. So showing up, driving from Tulsa, it was like a hundred mile journey, you know, to be there at seven o'clock in the morning. Those were good times.
1: Yeah, So worth it.
0: Yeah, it was worth it. Like and that was that was some good agility that day because if I recall re- re- correctly, we couldn't like get in the door or whatever the right person to unlock it wasn't there. So we're meeting outside.
1: We're locked out and we still started. Anyway. Yeah,
0: we still started anyway. And an Elmo went flying in the first five minutes.
1: I don't have yeah. since moved on from those that pair of glasses that got scratched on the asphalt <laughs> or the gravel. <ground. laughs> You, how long did you keep them? Oh, I kept them for a while. They oh, were, why wouldn't you? They weren't, scared, <laughs> they were, they're anti scratch. Well, that's good. I prepared. Good. I, I live a rough life.
0: <laughs> Elmo, Elmo made an impression that day. Flush so
1: albums can be dangerous if used yes. by, if used by Heather. I mean, that's a we I learned.
0: Yes. You know, she's got she's got roller derby in her background. I'm just saying
1: she does. Like there's... She, does. she body checked me one day. We were in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Like, let me show you what it's like in roller. derby. And I got body checked into a building
0: by somebody like half your size, no less.
1: Yeah, literally half my size. I think I flew like I think I moved six or eight feet into yeah. a, into a like a marble wall of a hotel oh, just we were walking by.
0: That, no, that like, feels like a near miss almost.
1: <laughs> I did put my hands out so that my glasses didn't get crushed against the wall structure. Because I, oh. I had learned from the last time.
0: Yes. Yeah. This is PDCA in action right here. Like well played.
1: People, this is us talking about closing that feedback. But that's right. This is what we're talking about. It's just yeah,
0: like learn and improve, like go on down the road. No, So circling back to, to that LCI event, you know, meeting in um, Oklahoma City. That's also how Heather and I met.
2: Oh wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It worked out really well for, for me and Flintco because obviously if we hadn't met, she wouldn't be working here today. So that's, well, she probably would, but yeah, you it know, makes it a lot easier when you know somebody for two years before you like, so I think you'd be a great fit.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So
0: it's, it's been, it's been good times. It's been cool.
1: Yeah. We're not even going to say her last name. So the people just some random Heather we were talking about. But yeah. They, anyway melody please tell the good people of the ebfc show a little bit okay. about yourself and people listening Ooh. give us some uh comments and feedbacks and likes and all the places this video propagates because we'd like to react and respond to your feedback your feedback is key for people like us thank you thank you true in a- statement
0: Felipe, i love your radio voice by the way it's it's solid oh.
1: I'm glad I'm going to try. I'm here to to soothe and satisfy. Yeah, listen to Radio Felipe FM.
0: (laughs) So I'll start with uh, instead of telling you about work side, we'll start with personal side. Um, So Melanie Gilbertson full Melanie Lynn Gilbertson, if you want my middle name. So there you go. That's that's all the details you need. Yeah,
1: explains a lot now.
0: Yeah, right. So grew up in Dallas. Um, moved to Oklahoma to temporarily—I thought it was temporarily at the time—to go to Oklahoma State University, and I've been here ever since. Um,
2: <laughs> wow! Yeah, really? uh,
0: yeah, yeah. No, I—I I really love Oklahoma. Um, you know, I always—I thought I would go back to Dallas because of like professional opportunities. Obviously, there's a ton of construction companies there, but um, no, ended up ended up staying here. Uh, my husband and I have lived in Tulsa. I guess we've been together for 17 years and two of those were in college so we've been in tulsa for 15 years we've been married for 14 years um lived in the same house which i think is somewhat of a rarity these days right it is rare yeah um in in that interim like love spending time outside so have a have a big garden we have small property it's like two and a half acres but we spend a lot of time doing manual labor on it. Lots of a lot of work as well. Uh, we also recently got into, I feel like I'm talking about mutual hobbies, but we're like, we get along really well. So we have a lot of the same hobbies to Good be job. fair, Yeah. Um, but we bought a Jeep a few years ago. Um, we've, we've been into hiking for some time and then we bought a Jeep so we could like go more places and see more things. Um, and the Jeep's actually been a whole lot of fun because like we've, put a lot of upgrades into it. And it's something we've done together. So yeah.
1: How how lifted is it? That's just says-
0: um so it's, it's only it's only got a two and a half inch lift on it. <laughs> but it's got 37 inch tires. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you know, I gotta I gotta push off to get into it. But that's okay. Uh, and we actually last year, we bought a teardrop trailer as an off road trailer that we now tow behind the Jeep so we can go on even more adventures. Oh, um, yeah.
1: So that's,
0: that's been like, how we spend our free time lately.
1: We need to people listening to this. Uh, if you're looking to get Melanie a gift, what could you give to somebody that has everything? Get a her national company. park pass, national park pass number one, <laughs> and get her a drone so that we could get some drone footage yes. of, the, of this teardrop trailer on a on a path like deep in the woods. Yes, somewhere crossing we... like a river or a little gully.
0: I, okay, t- like I am also amateur video editor, but absolutely like GoPro comes out and like, like, ooh we're gonna film this great thing. I don't think I'm any great, you know, editor or anything like that, but I'm entertained by our videos. So that's really what matters,
1: right? All that matters. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, plus I think video is good, like video editing in particular and understanding how that works. Like, I feel like that's going to be a massive form of communication in the future, like oh, people should just kind of know how that goes. Exactly. Right. Like we just, that's how I like, if I want to know how to do something, I'm going to look it up on YouTube. So it's just, uh, it feels like something we should be well-versed in So Yeah. Anyway, that's so getting to know me personally, that's there you go. Yep. And then professionally, um, director of production sport at Flintco. Um, this is the third position I've held with Flintco. I started out as a quality assurance manager with a lean focus, uh, then transitioned to lean manager full time, and our team grew and the program grew. Um, and then, just last, I guess, this past January, so just a few months ago, um, got the director position. And so now production support covers scheduling and lean with options for for growth. I don't know what those options are like that's still, you know, it's roaming around up, up there. Um, but it's, it's really cool to have, I mean, a huge part of, you know, our lean program focuses on last planner system and production scheduling, and making that effective. Uh, so it just felt like a natural fit, you know, to combine lean and scheduling together uh, with those, those efforts. But I haven't always been in that support function um, before I joined Flint Co. Look at me, like I'm pole planning my entire career here. There you go. yeah. <laughs> I'm going backwards.
2: Yes, yes you are. <laughs>
0: uh, I spent nine years in operations with another company. Um, so, you know, got some really good field experience there. That was for a, a company here in Tulsa, but worked on a ton of different projects on, on all different sizes. Uh, And then, you know, joined that, that was the only company I worked for until Flintco. out of college, Uh, graduated from Oklahoma State with a construction management degree, Uh, but that was not my first major. I actually started out, I thought I wanted to be an architect from like the time I was 10, so that was the goal all the way up until about two years into school. I was like, so this whole design thing, like I'm not feeling it. I don't think it feels me either. Like I was getting B's regardless. And I'm total A student. So it was like, what's this B business? (laughs) And at the same time, the guy I was dating, not my current husband, um, his dad had a construction management degree and I didn't even know that was a thing. Like, you know, I thought, oh yeah, like trades go out and it's all this, you know, field expertise. Like there's no professional degree in this. Couldn't find out there is. Um Damn. so yeah, so I made made the switch and here we are.
2: Here we are. Yeah.
1: And at some point during all that time, you found time to study and learn about William Edward stemming, which I know True. we have in common. Where did that hit? Yes.
0: Um I guess that would happen that would happen. Pre- Probably when I was in in operations, um, my first lean project was in 2009,
1: and same I got that
0: account. yeah right like oh. it doesn't feel like that long ago. No, frankly, like I know adding up the years, it's more than my ten fingers, but sure. like you know, did not feel that long ago. Um, I didn't learn about it then, though. Like that was the system that we we put into place on on my first lean project. Um, it was like a conglomerate of all the different last planner steps into one. Um, Yeah. So it was, it was interesting. Um, But you know, it was, it was successful enough with that conglomeration uh, that kept, you know, kept doing it. Like I was interested enough to try and convince other project teams to do it. And somewhere along the way, you know, the company I was working for created a task force about I new mean, practices to, you know, okay, what what makes sense for this company? Um, you know, what do we learn more about it? And I think that's where dimming came into play. And so that idea of like plan, do, check and adjust, it, like it's so simple, right? Like
1: So simple. Yep.
0: So simple. It, it, you can, you can tie anything back to it. Like, you know, one of my favorite questions these last, I guess the last couple meetings that I have set up, you know, over the last year or so has been like, and what's the cadence for checking and adjusting on what we're doing today? Like chances are, it's not a one and done thing. So like, how you know, are we checking in on this six months from now? And you know, is that the check and adjust cycle? Or or where does that come in? So if you're not doing that, folks, you should be
1: That's your first nugget right there, people actually, the 25th nugget. We're (laughs) we're, We're not giving points out. But if we were, Melanie's already in the leaderboard. Yes, just watch out. Yeah, yes. yes. moving on up. That's that's all I got to say it's confirmed. Yeah, no, I like awesome. to uh, just make it so simple and asking that easy question about what is the frequency of the check ins? You're closing the loop for a lot of people a lot yeah. of that we do. And it's not just limited to the construction business. This is true of all businesses. People
2: yeah.
1: fail to close that loop and, and see like, are we on the right trajectory where we want it to be? Mm-hmm. And if we're not, what do you do? Well, you'll know what to do if you just look back and see, where did you want to be?
0: Yeah, but you got to have that conversation about where, like, again, begin with the end in mind, like, where is it you want to go to begin with? And if you set some parameters around that, you know, what's your definition of done, like it, it makes it a lot easier. And I am all for making things simpler and easier. Or easier and better, as some might say.
1: Somebody, oh, extra credit, get <laughs> the show in. Oh, I okay. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this is looking to be like a, a very sound effects heavy, possibly interview. Ooh.
0: Got, no, that's
1: okay. It's like uh, when we get back to the script of where we're going to be. I'll be like <laughs> I'll back to the regularly scheduled EBFC show.
0: I'm host- Felipe is, yeah, I was going to say there are questions related to this.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Welcome contestant to Melanie yeah. Lynn Gilbertson, all the yeah. way from Oklahoma, hailing from originally Dallas, Texas. That's right. That's right. That's awesome. So you, you go through all that, you get yeah. the training, you stayed very consistent. Clearly you have a growth mindset. You're addicted to learning. I've
0: Thank you. That, that is a true statement.
1: Yes. This is a fact. And uh, it has not stopped. You continue to play and dabble in different areas and things. And and I want to say, like, the universe actually yielded some fruit here. Recently, mm-hmm. you and I got to work together Yes. and uh, co lead a pool planning session. Which, yes. I mean, I was just like
0: in super heaven.
1: fun. Yeah, it yes. was so much fun. What do we have like super six, fun? We'd have like fifty people, sixty. I don't know how many people do we have roughly.
0: At least I, there were. Well, the room had more than 30, which I think was like the original seat plan. And I want to say there were like at least 10 more, maybe 20 more people. So
1: So they were picked we'll call it 40 people conservative Conservative. (laughs) 40 people, and only one or two, besides us, there were actual last planners had last planner experience, which was Mm -hmm. phenomenal.
0: Or at least spoke up enough that they Gave us evidence they had had been through it before. I think there were a few, you know, silent folks who oh, were like
1: some sleepers.
0: Oh yeah, a, a group that large, you, you gotta be like. And I, as an introvert, like I totally recognize it.
1: Okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. but I, I wanted to share that. I learned something from you in that. be As for the decade I've been doing loss planner, uh-huh. only seen and design uh, taking the time to really detail with the group what the map mm-hmm. was, but and, and but write it down. Yeah. Like, and you were like at the last second, we were of course Melanie and I were planning how we were gonna do this. And we planned the day before. Oh, yeah. yeah. We replanned again in the morning, knowing what we learned from the day before to the morning, because things mm-hmm. change people. Things will change. And yes. so we replanned. And then Melanie said, What if we do this? And I was like, Oh, let's try that. And which you've done it before. Yeah. I think it paid dividends. I actually went back to that that milestone uh, summary. In a awesome. a later meeting, Melanie, in a later, meeting, people were asking questions about what done will be for this phase. And I was just like, oh, let me just check. And I went, oh, so-and-so said this and here it is. And and then they were like, oh yeah. And that prevented the team from doing a whole bunch of unnecessary work, which- Wonderful. Value added, baby.
0: I completely agree. And bonus, <laughs> knew where to find the pictures because I did not like make any sort of fancy document. Absolutely. Wrote it out, took a picture, posted it. Here you go.
1: Melanie even went on vacation in between the end of that to the time that I had to use the stuff. And she was so kind as to, in seconds, text me the photos and remind me that they were in the place, the most (laughs) obvious place for the team, which (laughs) due to my, due to my not making time for Andre, I didn't know that they were already here. But, you know that's where they are multiple times
0: this even better like i like knowing that they're in a, a place where you can remember where to go
1: like yep, that's yep. they're getting that's you. personal win that's good they're paying they're paying dividends melanie
0: you know and it's funny about that and i remember talking about this it was like so we could avoid this step because we had a very compressed time frame right yep. And at the same time ever, and I like, I feel like I'm tempted to do so maybe once a year. or So it's like, it's like going to Long John Silver's, like you need, you know, just have enough of a frame to be like, Oh, this is why I don't eat here anymore. Like, (laughs) right. (laughs) So
1: No no offense, Long John Silver's No offense,
0: Long John Silver's if, you know, maybe they want to sponsor you. I, you know, I don't know, but um, straight up, like every time I've, I've been tempted to cut that step out or like oh everybody knows what we're doing because people will tell you like oh no no they all understand you know what the dry and milestone is to put it back in terms of like production like no like why would we assume that let's just let's just get it out on the table and have that conversation um and so i've i've always been sorry when i've skipped it i've never been sorry when we've done it so you know there's there's my pro tip, like write down your definition of done. Chances are you will come back to it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, that is so powerful. So, a, anybody listening, if you're in a, any kind of scheduling meeting and uh, you're using whatever tool like, uh, you know, heaven forbid you're using P6 or only P6, excuse me, heaven forbid you're only using P6 or Rike. just to throw out some other names or mm-hmm. Microsoft Project. I don't want to just... Let people think there's one way or Excel. You could do Excel too. And uh if you don't write down, expand the summary of what that milestone is. Cause like usually a milestone is five words, three yeah. words, that's not descriptive enough. It doesn't give no. a sense of like what's in this. And your your team is very likely a brand new team where this is the first time you're all working together and you have different vocabulary. Uh, so get it out on the table, like Melanie said, people yeah. give yourself a solid, it is worth the time. It has, helped, it has helped our team multiple times over the course of a month to mm-hmm. not make things that nobody wants.
0: Yes, nobody nobody likes wasting their time. Right. Let's be real. And I think it's it's even like, it's probably the most critical in design is understanding, you know, okay the contractor is expecting some sort of deliverable like what should be in it and what shouldn't be in it right you know and if there's something that you haven't heard the contractor ask for but you think would be a good idea like ask the question don't just assume um and then we all learn something and yeah i'm a huge fan of like i want to know why about everything so i'm just gonna ask but i know not everybody is is that
1: way? So, nope. Some people don't have that patience, and they just want to start getting to doing the work. I'm like, but what are you rushing to do? Yeah, if you're rushing to do busy work just so you can feel like you're busy. Like, we need to check that anxiety. Let's all mm-hmm. take a deep breath, come back to center. The project is still going to go. Like, you're gonna you're gonna have delays. And if, if I always tell people, like, I didn't realize and appreciate this Melanie until I was on a job that went, you know, over schedule, and we mm-hmm. a, like, we went to court. Uh, litigated. Yeah. And I realized there are so many times analyzing the past schedule where we thought something was like super critical and we worked until like 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night. We worked Saturdays and Sundays and then we still, it it didn't give us anything at the end, uh, 12 years of litigation.
2: Ooh.
1: <laughs> and, and I just kept thinking like all those times I thought this was like the most important critical thing. And I sacrificed like family time, personal health, and if I just would have stopped and thought about giving myself, like even an hour to mm-hmm. plan the work, I could have avoided all that nonsense. Yeah, completely avoidable. But apparently, some of us have to learn the hard way.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think one of the best tools uh, that has like helped me with this biased action because I am totally like once a decision is made, like oh, decision made, like we are going down that nope. path. Uh, um. You know, probably because I spend a lot of time deliberating the decision, and then you know, okay, now it's time to move. But I think A3s, like that, the problem-solving process, and not necessarily the documentation, but the problem-solving process of developing that A3. You know, especially taking time to. Okay, what is the current state like I'm not just going to assume I know what the problem is, but what is the current state, you know, then what's what's our goal and that analysis step like that whole left side of the page before you move on to the right side of the page where the action is like that's such a a critical piece of like slowing down and and understanding, like just what, what is it I'm trying to accomplish here. Um, So if you guys don't take time to do a threes like one of my personal, like favorite tools uh, for really, really understanding the problem precisely because it's helped me, you know, eliminate some of that bias to action that we're prone to as humans, you know,
1: right. I love Uh, that. And people, if you're listening to the show, check the show notes, we've written a blog post about A3s with some template examples and some tips so you could get started. Uh, I've helped people, Melanie, that have never had A3s mm -hmm create one in less than 10 minutes. Not finished. I, they, get all, they stay on the left side. And yeah, you're going to love this. We had uh, the last group of people I did this with, they said, we realized when we were doing the current state that we don't know enough information. We have to go see this process. And I was just, I almost fell on the ground. Yes. Like, oh my, but before, yes. before they started, they were like, yeah, I had the answer. But do you... And then, and then when they went through the process, they're like, Oh my God, we don't really know what the problem is. And I was like, yeah. yes, so worth uh, it.
2: Yes. I know.
0: yes. No. And I think, I think that's great advice. Cause honestly, I think the best way to learn how to do A3s is to do them. Like That's how you get better. <laughs> that's how you get better at anything, frankly, but like, just go do it. Like, don't, don't sit there and think about it. Oh, well, I'll do this next week. Like, no, just like, start putting your thoughts down. Like it's fine.
1: Nobody's mm-hmm. grading you on it. Yeah. And even, even if you like write it down on a whiteboard or yeah. a piece of uh spare paper, I've taken like junk mail and like just flipped over the letter mm-hmm. offering me like 0% APR and just like started an A3 on the back of yeah. that. Yeah. You can do all kinds of cool stuff with it.
0: So I travel with, um, you can, you can see it here in my travel folder right here. I actually, <laughs>
1: yeah. ladies and gentlemen, this is we, me. Travel folder.
0: I do. I Look travel enough. That. Like I travel with a blank A3, just right. in case the mood strikes when I'm <laughs> on the plane case, and whatever.
2: Just in case the mood strikes.
0: <laughs> hey, I'm totally one of the, Like, oh, the plane time is thinking time. So, like, you never know what you know. Random thought is going to occur that, like, hmm, I have two hours without Wi-Fi. Like, here we go. Let's let's put our thoughts down.
1: That's amazing. Two hours without Wi Fi whips out the blank A three. <laughs> what do you do for fun? I'm gonna, I'm gonna think about that. I've got a flight later today, and I'm like, and this is the moment where if I had that blank A three,
0: yeah,
1: I, the mood has struck, and I'm maybe
0: you bring your junk mail. Like you don't, you don't have you to have, have a, the fancy template.
1: I also have a travel folder. That I travel with that has an A3. It, it my A3 template is just blank. There's nothing in it. Nice. Sometimes my my thought process. I don't know people. I don't know if you know this, but I tend to talk a lot, and my A3s start the same way, where the the left side becomes page one, page two, and then mm-hmm. I consolidate it. But they almost always start out like a page and a half, and then I consolidate all that left side
2: stuff.
0: Oh yeah, you, you gotta you gotta distill it down to like, all right, what's really gonna you know, tell other people. At least that's the the criteria I always use. Like, how am I going to tell people the most pertinent point that really says this is why this is a problem? Right. Because I mean, I've oh, there's there might be some detail. I don't know if this ever came across, but I guarantee it has. Like, very detail-oriented person.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh,
1: people, we were we were at an event, and I was like, at the moment that I thought it'd be nice to have a dry erase marker. Melanie placed one in my hand. It was prepared. She's like, I thought you might need one. So here and just boom, right to my hand. And I had it. And uh, it just, I recently just killed it, ran it out. Like not too long ago.
2: What? I, was, I was
1: traveling with them. And also every time I'd, I'd go into my little bag. Cause I also have a bag of supplies. As I, would, you should. I would have my, <laughs> I have my, my Flinco branded dry erase whiteboard marker that I was using all, all over the country for the last couple of years. That's
0: awesome. Really? Had our old logo on it. I think
1: Yep, it did <laughs> before the merger.
0: And I'll, uh, I'll have to see if, if I can get you a new one, if I can find a new one, you're getting yeah, one in nice the mail together. Yeah. Just yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I'll go track one down. I'm going to go. let me get out my sticky notes. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Just write that down right I'll now.
1: have Sticky notes on the ready as well. Oh, yeah. You never know. Never know. Who,
0: I mean, I I don't know if you intended this to dive into a school supply, you know, list, but like school let's be real.
1: Episode.
0: Having the right supplies is half it, like it makes for an easier meeting.
1: Right. So Yeah. We uh it's also worth while she's writing down that note, people. When we when Melly and I found out we were gonna work together, it was like amazing, number one. And number two, I saw like some emails getting exchanged where she was making sure all the supplies were set ahead of time, so we would not be caught flat-footed without sticky notes and uh, and supplies. And it was like, oh my god, it's amazing!
0: Hey, shout out to Joy as well, who lady after my own heart. Like yes. Joy, you know who you are. You you were on the ball. I think she's more on the ball about supplies than I was.
1: I think, more on the ball about details than even you and I are to combine that is a true, true statement.
0: Uh, So okay, my last last pro tip on school supplies, name tags, people travel with name tags,
1: I have just off camera, Melanie, based on your recommendation. I've been using name tags all month with the trainings I've been doing. Thanks to you.
0: Does it not make facilitation easier if nothing
1: else? And you know, it's not even so much for me because I can remember 40 to 50 people's names in a room as long as they're they not can't. switching. Yeah, but they yeah. can't, exactly. Yeah. And so that's good for everyone to see. Because, and, and people, if you're out there and you've ever gone to an event, uh, even if you're at the same company or you're in the same organization, you don't know each other as well as you think you do. And having, having that first name, name tag, just makes it so much easier to, to engage.
0: Yeah. And then everybody's got the same uniform on, like there's no judgment for oh you can't remember people's names. Like look, we're all getting older, remembering people's names is hard.
1: It can't it is. If you think yeah. it's hard, it is hard. But if yeah. you think it's easy, then it's easy. It's easy.
0: Uh, it's hard for some
1: people. It's hard for some people. Yeah. <laughs> some people just coming to work is hard. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. For some people, being kind is a challenge and a difficulty because their deep <sighs> mode is a hole.
0: Yeah. And that's unfortunate for, for them. Ooh, are we, we could yeah, go we, deep, like deep down the philosophical fine. path.
1: And as soon as I said that, I'm sure like everybody listening, just Rolodex flash names and faces of like all the a holes they have to work with on a daily basis, or sometimes they're in your own family. I mean, let's yeah. not let's not just keep it to work. It could be anywhere.
0: It's true. It's an epidemic, some might say.
1: <laughs> Another reason why I love scrum so much when Jeff wrote about why it's so effective, and it works, using the framework helps to identify who the a holes are,
2: mm-hmm.
1: how to, a path to eliminate them, <laughs> or just to, to get them to behave better.
0: i love that. You know, I, I enjoy scrum immensely, like the structured approach to it, like, I just, I really like Probably my favorite part is how all of a sudden, you know, you can take effort. Like everybody knows effort is required to accomplish tasks, but like being able to objectify that and give it a quantity. And like, now I can compare it to other things. Like that is, that's my favorite part about it. Like, I love it. It's awesome. Next level.
1: Next level. Yeah. Another, another yeah. Thing we got. Surprise people. Melanie and Felipe both like Scrum surprise (laughs) yeah no not at all
0: but it's awesome like
1: it is awesome
0: it's uh it's helped me personally just try and keep a sustainable level of productive uh or productivity i should say during the week you know and so like i know if you know my my weekly effort is a uh, you know above a certain range like okay i can do that for a week but like that's not sustainable for me and guess what about two or three weeks of you know this higher higher output come about week four seems to be the trend from what i've observed over the past 12 months like i'm gonna crash and it's gonna be a, a terrible week um you know after being unsustainable for the weeks before so that's yeah. been that has been good for the mental health i think
1: Super good. Yeah. It's better to do just a, a touch less. I always tell yeah. people like, let's, let's be selfish and lazy and use scrum to our advantage to do as little as humanly possible. <laughs> and when you do that, and it's was like, yeah, you're laughing. It's funny, but when you do less, mm-hmm. but, but you're being really conscientious about is it necessary or not more intentional, you end up just contributing much more value and you can be more effective with way. Yes. Less yes. You do have a limit like all of us have. A, there's only so much we can show up with and do on a given day. There's only yeah. some production and to sustain it over a long time, like you said. And I, I love that you're experimenting over the last year with what your levels at. Yeah, I
0: have
1: to exchange notes on that later. I've got a, I've got a chart.
0: Same can... <laughs> charts, plural. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I yeah I have a before and after chart too yeah
0: ooh, <laughs> that's good I wish I had a before chart that would be hmm.
1: you know meetings that I've been to with you in both training and at LCI events which we've been on multiple mm-hmm. LCI Congress planning committees yes and champion reviews and all kinds of stuff and 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 where where do you attribute like that decision for how you show up because the way you show up at uh, anything and and people listening if you ever get a chance if you just see melanie's name on something you just need to be there like get yourself there you will not be disappointed but where does that enthusiasm come from for how you show up with so much positivity can you pinpoint it or oh
0: thank you that's such a nice compliment um i my natural sparkle i <laughs> <laughs> okay No, I like, I think a lot of it is, um, like I want people to, at the end of the day, like personally, I want people to walk away, you know, thinking that it was a valuable use of their time. And I always, you know, for better or for worse, like I try and put myself in other people's shoes or or probably more, you know, if I were in the audience, like what experience would I want to get out of it. Um, And so like, it's just it's a lot easier to you know sit through a presentation where you're listening to somebody who has rehearsed what they're going to say or you know is passionate about what they're gonna they're gonna try and i use presentations because i feel like that's a a lot of what i do recently but even you know uh, like a meeting like a good agenda you know where you've thought of like you've been deliberate about like okay here's how long i think this discussion should take and here's you know what a good discussion is and we want to make sure we have time to recap our action items and have a plus delta. Um, You know, make sure we set meeting ground rules like set the basic maxi like it just makes it a more valuable interaction. Um, So I think if you if you come at it from that approach, you know, and just try and have a little, little kindness for your fellow human beings, you know, not necessarily like because you work with them, but because like it's just more enjoyable at the end of the day, if if you all like what you're doing, or you, you know, you're not sitting through just another meeting, like, why wouldn't you do that? Um, So I guess that's, in a nutshell, that's, that's the philosophy behind all the rest of it. So Oh,
1: you delivered, you delivered in spades, like, I I was wanting to see what is the underlying belief and philosophy for how you show up. And now, now I know, and uh, I'm glad you shared it, because a lot of people don't put that much thought into like making just a meeting, something like that can be positive Yeah. to get things done. And you, you touched on respect for people like that is just a game changer. And, that, and that's why I said, like, every time I've shown up to something where you've been there, it's mm-hmm. been that way you've elevated all those interactions for me. And I keep telling people, I keep telling Melanie, like, I have so much fun when we get to work together, we get to interact. And she's always like, In almost like in disbelief, like
2: (laughs) like I said at
1: the beginning of the show, like I've been a fan of Melanie since before she really knew who I was, like instantly because of how she shows up. And if you get a chance to go to anything she's doing, you have to go because you will see exactly what I'm talking about, what I've been experiencing every time. And even what you mentioned on like in a meeting, getting the ground rules for how we're going to talk to each other. I saw you do that uh, recently and we went through that. And people really felt like open, like people open yeah. up and we heard things. And uh, the owner had commented, like I heard feedback from the executives multiple times. The owner said, I've never seen a team come together this soon, yeah. this early. And we're talking about an owner with like 20 plus years of experience. That's thousands of projects, billions of dollars worth of experience. And they said they've never seen a team come together like this and when i went back through what could be causing this mm-hmm. level of you know interaction it wasn't that the team was just meeting like five days a week because a lot of teams do that yeah it was how you set this environment and people really just opened up and we heard collaboration happening and we've got mm-hmm. to it, and it was just like magical i mean i probably have like you know <laughs> something something i could hit on the you know for that it was like when when the architects all sitting at the same table started talking to other designers and asking the contractors questions yeah and the, and the contractors standing up in the plus delta because of course Melanie made sure we did a plus delta
0: absolutely yeah. it's non-negotiable
1: one of the uh, one of the contractors said this is the first time I've ever been invited to something at this early in and it was valuable for me I was like
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah it was, that was that was way cool. And this this was a guy who, you know, didn't talk a whole lot in right. the meeting, uh, but just the fact that he was was there and had all that context, I think, was super. So don't just assume, you know, if this person isn't going to have a speaking role, that it's not valuable. You could always ask them, you know, what do you think? Would your attendance here be valuable or not? Right. Like let them make the decision but I uh, from a very practical standpoint on meeting ground rules that's another one of those things like anytime I've eliminated it I've always been sorry let's say like it just it's even you know let's say you're in a, a single wide trailer and you've got you know five foremen who have never been to any sort of you know lean meeting before or whatever like everybody has you know has been through a bad meeting. Uh, and so just getting them to like open up and you know, you get to know people's names that way and here's what their pet peeve is like, it's a great way to start the conversation and get people engaged. Um and you come out of it with like, here's the expected behavior as professionals.
1: You know, not been to a lot of meetings too, Melanie, where we bring people in to this meeting environment and some of them have really it could be their first time being mm-hmm with that yeah. with the people and mix and they don't know like what's acceptable behavior, what's not, we call that uh, cultural norms, mm-hmm. uh, project team norms. And those things mm-hmm. are invisible. You don't know yeah. what they are until after the fact. And if you just set the rules, you create some boundary conditions that people can, Oh, I know how to act now and they can be very successful and they can be more creative and flexible and contribute at a higher level. So yeah. If you just assume that they know what to do, then you're planning to fail.
0: Yes. Don't <laughs> just assume period.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> just make that a blanket statement. Like
1: <laughs> ask questions. Do what Melody does. Yeah. Just yeah. ask questions.
2: Like
0: I just wanna know. Like just just think of it that way. Like I just wanna confirm. Just wanna know. Like all of all of these things. Here's something else I wish I wish were a norm where like more people had set standards for email etiquette. Yes. Thanks. Oh my right? god. Right. Like, I think, I think that's the next revolution. Like, okay, we have in-person meeting ground rules, like some standardization around email etiquette. I could totally get behind, you know, for one thing, use your subject line, people, no vague (laughs) subject lines. Like, let's let's be clear on what you're
1: asking for. Yeah. If it's a request, (laughs) put the request in the subject line.
0: Yeah. Like I won't be offended. I promise. Like help a sister out.
1: Yeah, we only have so much time of the day and like i can only hit delete so many times on my keyboard before yes. it just becomes annoying
0: yes <laughs> true statement
1: <laughs> <laughs> i want to ask uh i want to ask you as part of uh just getting this out into the ethos because you have so much experience i think i'd be a fail to the audience if we didn't pick screen because of your your expertise and just your t- tremendous amount of success. Like let's not downplay that for a second. Very successful. Melanie, what do you say to people that when they hear the word lean, they kind of get scared or they have some apprehensions because they might've seen something. What, what do you say to them when you get a sense that they think lean's a bad thing?
0: I'm sure this will come as a shock at this point. My, my default is actually to ask them like more specifics. Um, you know, was it, was it a bad experience or, you know, like just try and dive a little bit more into that experience. Um, and then try and transition it to, well, here's how, how we approach it. Like I, you know, I've obviously worked for Flintco, so like, I'm going to, you know, focus on like, here's how we approach it at Flintco.
1: It's on your shirt.
0: (laughs) gotta Represent like team Jersey right here. Um, but that's it. Like I think getting an understanding of of what about it is, you know, is are they apprehensive because it just seems new and unfamiliar, and you know they've been on a journey where there's been ten different initiatives, and like, oh my gosh, I just can't take you know another corporate initiative that's going to die in a year, like because that was their previous experience, or is it, you know, they previously worked on a project where it was a poor experience, um, and so then you can kind of okay now that i understand like what the you know potential pitfalls are like now we can talk about like well here's how this is different um but at the end of the day like the thing that i i always fall back on like this is my personal approach this is this is how you know i hope we are as a company approaching it at Flintco. um this, this is what i see is like if we're not adding value to what we're doing especially you know if it's there's anything that you know, any process, practice, documentation, whatever we're doing that we call lean that you don't feel like is adding value. Like, I want to know about it because everything that we do, if everything that we do should add value, but particularly like if it you know has lean as a term, like it should be adding value. So, if it's not like that's an opportunity for improvement, or maybe that's you know. I can explain, like, here's why I think it values, And like, I, I wanna know from you if if you don't think that it is, a, you know, an example that comes to mind, we do a monthly survey. We ask all of our lean projects to submit a self-assessment on, you know, how are you doing meeting uh, the minimum standards for each, you know, of our, our five standard practices that we expect to be put in place. And then there's some other, like, supplementary questions to that. And it has been growing in length for some time as we have tried to, you know, narrow in on okay, if we ask more pointed questions, or maybe this question serves as a reminder. And of course, we're getting a lot of feedback that says like, oh, used to be ten questions, and now it's fifty.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Which like I like I hear you loud and clear. But you know, then that's that hopefully offers up a conversation. You know, talk about like, well, here's why we're asking those questions, and here's how we can use this data. You know, not only to look at, you know, how to help you guys on the project but also to help everybody at the company, you know, or everybody within the, the area office, like here's, here's the global view of that. And if you, you know, can explain like your point of view, as long as you're willing to be open-minded and hear, you know, hey, I hear you, like, I wanna be challenged. Like, I think that that's, a, that's at least showing respect for people and you get some really good ideas out of it. So like, why would you not do that, you know? So long-winded answer, like if we're not adding the, sh- the short answer to how it would answer that question is like, if we're not adding value um, to anything that we call lean, then we need to do something about it. There's an opportunity for improvement there. Oh, or we need to fix it. You know?
1: Yes. 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 I yeah. absolutely love that answer. The long and the short. I like how uh, people listening in my mind, I was tracing like little PDCA flywheel loop and Melanie through the loop. I see. I saw her like she looked. She got a, she did a quick little feedback check herself and then gave you the value added summary. <laughs> value delivered, value delivered, more value delivery. Melanie, it has been my absolute pleasure and honor having you join me on the show to share your insights, wisdom, nuggets, knowledge, enthusiasm, and positivity. I want to give you the last words, thinking about for the people listening that have spent this beautiful, glorious, hour with us. What's something you want to leave them thinking about as they go off and start their day or continue on what they're doing?
0: Ooh, that's okay. I gotta gotta ponder that for a minute. I guess I would say this goes for anything, um, whether it's a, a lean practice, a new skill, something you want to try with a team, like just go do it. Um like there is no substitute for learning by doing. That is absolutely like if you have a great idea, like just go test it out. Um, so there's, so this, this was from Congress a couple years ago, but it's, it's posted. I don't know. Can you see that at yeah, all? Yeah.
1: There's nothing as a mistake. There's no win and no fail. There's yeah. only make.
0: Yeah. So this was a keynote speaker, the guy from, I think Ido and Amazon web services, yeah. forget your name. I'm really sorry. Um, but <laughs> Like it's been posted. Like for me, I've you know been stuck in this. Like I hate failing. You know everybody does, right? But going into it with this approach, like no, the only way you're going to get better is probably to fail and to make mistakes and to learn from that, regardless of what it is. Um, Just try and keep that in mind. So whatever, whatever you're apprehensive about doing, just get started.
1: Just go make. Yeah. Very special thanks to my guest. I'm Felipe Engineer Manriquez. The EBFC show is created by Felipe and produced by a passion to build easier and better. Thanks for listening. Stay safe, everybody. Let's go build.